Hey everyone, we're back with a new episode of Brain Dead this week here at AfterBuzz TV. A great episode for you right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Brain Dead's After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We got a little bit of Hugh Grant going right now. I kind of wish that you were up here, like, doing Just the... Just doing a little dance. Wow. Well, that would, that would take Wish something. Wishful Yeah, well, maybe if something gets really boring during this episode. But it was a good episode of Brain Dead, so we'll hopefully mm-hmm. entertain you with that. Um... Well, I am Kevin Ellis, and you can find me on Twitter at the Kevin Ellis or on Instagram at Kevin Ellis Twenty Five. And I am joined by the lovely Courtney Henderson. Hello, of course, as you said, Courtney Henderson. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cohen C O U H E N. Well, we've got episode one hundred and five here, Brain Dead. Episode one hundred and five is entitled "Back to Work: A Behind the Scenes Look at Congress and How It Gets Done, and Often Doesn't." Another great episode name. Right. Um, so, so there there is the whole episode for the after show. They just they summed it all up in the title. But this one actually <laughs> kind of it went along with what we saw, at least with the Veterans <laughs> Affairs. It's true, it's true. When we actually saw something that pertains to the episode title, I feel like every week there's something just obscure, like nine steps to whatever and it never You can never figure out. out what the nine are. Never. Oh, I'm sure though that the Kings could like line out for you. In the episode, oh, yeah. what they were. Oh yeah, I'm sure the writers' um, room. Would maybe have there's some. some fans out there. Tweet us if you if you have been able to track the titles of the episodes to the actual episodes and what takes place. Because <laughs> we'll, we'd like to be clued in. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> to the specifics. <laughs> I don't want to make any promises, but something would be owed to you if you could actually figure <laughs> it out. Um, well, it was another great episode. Truthfully, uh, last episode we ended. Oddly, we had Abby's suicide. Yes, and then a big cliffhanger with Anthony. Is possibly he or death. isn't he? Well, I mean, I, I mean <laughs> by the end of this episode, I think we know uh, the true answer to that. But at the beginning, we weren't quite sure. Uh, at first, we're trying to take him for his word. He starts blaming his tinnitus for his possible uh, hearing loss. Do you know what loss. that is? Tinnitus? Actual tinnitus? No. Yeah. Are you oh, putting okay. me on the spot? Do you know? No, I don't know. I, that's why I was asking you. I th- Obviously, it has some kind of... I'm look, I'm going to Google it. Okay, please do. In the meantime, he washes the sheets. Who does this in real life? If I'm Laurel, I'm, I'm not even at a place where I'm comfortable with the idea of him washing the sheets in the middle of the night. I, don't, I wouldn't even do that myself. Right? Let a, like, at my own house, let alone at somebody else's house. The first time that you... The first I, okay, time. Okay, but do you think... It, it kind of seems like they didn't sleep together. Uh, so because they were talking the about... You know, no, no, they did, and then she ended up watching her, her no, video. But you know what I'm talking the... about? When they were, like, saying the symptoms, and one of them was, like, not no physical intimacy or something? Well, that's why it and happened so... overnight. So, okay. So, so you think he did get infected at Laurel's? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. yeah, that's the theory. Is that okay? They... Well, that would make sense. Okay, why yeah, he, no, reasonable. He, because, so... Well, because of course they talk about how he had a drink, mm-hmm. and he's so we think that that's why he's infected. So the whole episode, you're like, okay, he is. Oh wait, no. Okay, maybe he isn't. Okay, no, he is. Yeah, it was it was bizarre at first. He I is. was uncertain. Now we know. <laughs> Clearly. We'll get to that. Um, but I looked up tonight as I got it. Go for it. Tinnitus is the hearing of sound when no external sound is present. 
president present present there's been a lot of political stuff going on (laughs) so okay yeah so we know that often described as a ringing a hiss or roaring rarely unclear voices or music are heard so maybe he doesn't oh uh or low pitched or high pitched and appears to be coming from one ear or both so that it's a good a real excuse. thing it's a good excuse. because of his time serving our country sure of course that so i think that like isn't like a made up thing definitely not at all but I, they're always witty the infected people they always come yeah. up with a good excuse though this one i feel like him saying he wet the bed would be a better excuse than simply saying I'm really anal and want right. to wash your sheets overnight. That's, come on. I was a little perplexed by that. So, anywho, we move on. Gustav is then, um, they, Laurel sits down with Gustav and Rochelle. Mm-hmm. They talk about the happenings of the night before. Gustav immediately is questioning Anthony's status. Oh, my gosh. Status. I loved Gustav in this episode. Just... I just feel like there's so many specific choices that this actor chose. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the writing is great. The plot is great. But he really owned it. And to me, like, he kind of stole the show this episode. I'm with in, you. In a way that... Yeah, I've always liked his character. He's always one of my, been one of my favorites. But he kind of, like, upped his game where it's like, okay, now we're, like, looking at you. And now I yeah. know why you're probably not going to be recurring. You're probably going to be a series regular. Oh, yeah. That they didn't intend necessarily... To carry on because they're introducing all these other characters, but yeah, anyway. no, he's he's done a great job. Johnny Ray Gill, I believe, is mm-hmm. the uh, the actor name. Fantastic, and so he's he's more concerned. Rochelle's nonchalant; she she yeah. doesn't really care at this point in time. But still, Laurel is not convinced that he's turned. So he she ends up inviting him on over to this gala. <laughs> well, and I think that's kind of part of because of, I'm like I can't talk to. I think Luke's saying that no one's good enough for the Heelys mm. and you never give a guy a second chance also kind of prompted. I don't think she really wanted to invite him. I think because she really doesn't want to go. And so she, in her mind, it's like, why would somebody else want to go to this? Yeah. Like, I don't want to. And and I think, yeah, she was just like, I'll show Luke. Like, I'm going to give him another try, I know, which I never do, apparently. And she does. And, she does. Oh. And, and we haven't tr- seen Gareth to this point in the episode. No, no, no. At that point in time, he just shows up, and it was... I mean, if you're Gareth, you're feeling quite awkward at this point yeah. in time. She's choosing you another guy over you at this point. don't have your special sexy friend, <laughs> as the previously on states. But some weird things happen at that gala. You see the spinach and celery uh, being uh, served Served, up. yeah. And people ordering it. And then, per the recommendation of Red Wheatus, they're getting cherry blossom garnishes. Yep, on their drinks, which I love how Laurel's like, yeah, no just, thanks. Just but I was, I was trying to look... Or trying to remember from looking, did Gareth's drink have the garnish or not? I don't think his did, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. And anyway, he would be a go-getter, and he would just suck up to his boss, in my opinion. He hasn't But I mean, as far as, like, the cherry blossoms we've discovered, a little something about... But we know Gareth's fine. For now. I think Gareth is a safe character. Luke, I'm not sure at some point. I'm I'm concerned about Luke's fate, but you know, I think Gareth he, is safe. Again, Luke in this episode made me hate that I like him. I because, know, well, especially at the beginning. 
at the beginning, I'm like, all right, this, yes. this guy's getting it together. He's showing yes. a lot of human empathy, yes. which we'd never see from this guy. Ever. It wasn't about politics. No. It was it was about doing Just the right thing. doing the right... Which... Doesn't happen okay. that often. So I guess that leads us into that then. Yeah. So <laughs> we start. So we're introduced to this uh, gentleman who is a veteran who has a son, and he has a health crisis, and that a daughter, he's not even Lily. Oh, it's a daughter. It's cool. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lily. Lily. Yeah. My. If it was like Alex, I mean, I would <laughs> I would give it to you because that could go either way. But episode it's went Lily. fast. Uh, so he has a daughter, uh, Lily, and. At some, at, at he he reveals that he's terminally ill, and that if they do not get this medication in 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 the works in um what the just simple trials. funding for clinical yeah. trials, that he's going to die yeah, uh, before her I birthday. Wrote, it's the NIH needs to restore funding so that they can do these clinical trials, and it seems like a pretty simple thing. Yeah. It's just like a matter of people voting and saying yes. So I wonder how it even got like, taken off the table in the first place. As Luke mentions, but... nobody is going to ever question <laughs> helping out veterans. Right. And he's shocked when they go into a committee meeting and well, it becomes gets, an issue. Well, he gets put second on the bill, right? So it's not even... So the way those, those votes go, you know, they get mm-hmm. their agenda well before. Like, you have a deadline you have to submit things to. Yep. Well, of course, this is day of, <laughs> and of course, it's like, you know, we're going to put a second because we have to name this kiosk after this man, Ed, Sherry, and, or Sheree, and his, you know, his yeah, widower is here, so, like, we have to do that first, because she's here, it'll be so quick, and then we'll get down to, like, real business. It was... No. <laughs> no. It actually got me laughing. I, I actually thought it was pretty funny, because I can just imagine that crap like this does happen behind closed doors. Oh, not, I'm sure. Probably not to the extent of the of being this immature I about it. I would agree. It. I would agree. Not... Because this is the kind of thing that they would have... They would have had that conversation and fight, if you will, even at that kind of silly level. Yeah. Before the vote. Sure. So sure. everybody would go into the vote knowing... Who won per se? Exactly, but we're not dealing with competent people. We're dealing with no. those who are infested we're by with bugs. Red and Ella. <laughs> so Red suggests naming the kiosk after Ronald Reagan. Yep, died. Which um, then, of course, Ella's like, "What about a woman? <laughs> yeah, what about a woman? What, and when a woman does something, then we'll name something after her." <laughs> and then she suggests a specific woman. Yeah, I wrote Apparently it down. She was a, um, Emma Goldman. Uh, Emma Goldman, who apparently was a communist. And so that sets somebody off. <laughs> and then somebody else is set off. Um, oh, yeah, somebody suggests Nancy Reagan there after. Red did. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, well, if we're going to go with a woman, and we can't, so we can't pick Ronald, we'll just go Nancy. Oh, it was, it was priceless. So Luke obviously fed up. He ends up leaving the room, only to cross another individual who is fed up with his committee meeting. Which is the FDA. It, was, it was such a quick... He was with the FDA talking about how the CDC mm-hmm. are, like, riding him... So he's yeah. So this About. FDA official is now ticked off at the CDC for putting all of their blame on this blood medication. Uh, right. The, yeah, the blood pressure medication. Right. That supposedly the was popping yeah. heads. So that comes about, and so now Luke is informed about the bugs, and not only that, he's interested in the bugs, which it's has very not convenient. Been, too. It's very convenient, and it's a first. It's a first. Yes. Well, he hasn't even been told about them before this point. Right? True. He hasn't. 
Okay. He's completely this is, naive this is like to it the all. Ep- the episode. Yeah, no, he's completely naive to mm-hmm. it all. So he sets off to do his own little research. Yes. Which we find out later in the episode. But uh, we'll go on over to Anthony when they leave the gala. And, you know, he's we're already seeing signs. He's had the celery and spinach uh, smoothie. But we go on into the apartment, and he's already seeming very neurotic. He's, yeah. he's, he's showing Which that he's... I want to point out with Anthony... Go for it. From, from the party, how, you know, Laurel's kind of been off doing her own little thing, like mm-hmm. working the crowd, if you will, with it being a work party for her. And... Luke comes by and is like, I like your new guy, or however he words it, <laughs> because he's over there, like, ball-busting red. Yes. I didn't know he had these, what did he say, something Republicans, like, unreasonable or irresponsible Republicans in here. And he's talking about Norwegian politics yes. and their success, which has become the calling card for those who are infected, those yes. preaching um, any kind, if they are on the liberal right. slant of things, they're preaching uh, Norwegian politics. So it was priceless. So I just love that Luke like was like into <laughs> yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I I know, I totally agree. Well, so we get to the point where Anthony is on the floor, passed out, Gustav drugs him. I know. <laughs> well the weird part I love too, and I, of course like Gustav just had a great part in this episode mm-hmm. is he shows up and well, so he falls, right? Yep. Anthony falls, and then there's just kind of this like almost immediate knock at the door. Immediate. He's waiting like, out there. Wait, a, he don't like he was literally. I I just picture him like <laughs> ear to the door, waiting for the clunk of mm-hmm. like the body hitting the floor, and then Laurel, of course, yelling, Anthony. And this is ambitious too. This guy's an FBI agent. I mean, he's actually right. screwing around with this isn't a federal agents. I that's the part as smart as he is like I don't know if he comprehends that part of it. Yeah, is Gustav like really he doesn't really see ramifications. The, and... Yeah, the, like what the potential consequences of his actions could be. Exactly. I don't think he like he's thought that far. No. In advance, but no, he just sees his own little world and his. Uh, yep. If it doesn't fit in that little place, <laughs> which I I hope at some point in time it doesn't come back to bite him. But at this point in time, I think, I think he's okay. I think he's safe. I don't foresee any kind of instance where something bad's going to happen to this guy. Uh, right. He's just a character that. And, I think well, and he's too. He's too paranoid. He's paranoid. He's too. I he's mean, almost he, too paranoid to to fail. In, right. At, that's at what I mean. He's he's all in. Yeah. Well, I mean, when they were talking to. Laurel about Anthony at one point they were talking about his and he's like he's totally infected and yeah. you know they're like no no you're being crazy and he's like no I'm the one making sense yeah kind of a thing yeah he's yeah he's on top of things so yeah, yeah I mean it was a great scene there was just so much chaos because just there was there was the phone ringing there was the fact that he fell on the ground so let's uh, the phone the... ringing <laughs> Because there's another knock at the door. Yep. Take us through it. After, well, after we get bacon on the ears, <laughs> the vegan's ears. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we find out later, but Jennifer is at the door. Yeah. Lots of knocking. I, I hope she lives in the building because that would just be a little less creepy that she's showing up unannounced. So we got uh, Gustav showing up unannounced. Right. And we got Jennifer, too. But I just... 
I feel like otherwise Jennifer was like watching them all night and is like tracking like she's following them like Gustav is following them. <laughs> or I guess I feel like he's more following Laurel than, yeah. than Laurel and no, Anthony. Laurel but... is being followed by Gustav. And Anthony's being Apparently followed being by Jennifer. Apparently being followed by Jennifer. So you got these two characters. Which, who both I have... mean, for a second I thought he like legitimately had a girlfriend. That Jennifer like had a real stake in this. I mean, what do you think? Well, he says later that they basically when he met Laurel and like totally connected with her, mm-hmm. that he was in this serious relationship with Jennifer, mm-hmm. and he knew he had to end it before he could start something with Laurel, and that's why he said like Let's take it slow. Mm-hmm. But you don't believe it. I well, no, I do now. Okay. But like when the knock was at the door, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like he really has a girlfriend. Like he's that guy. Yeah. But why would he bring her back to his place to make her dinner, you know? So, I I think they really did break up. But it's still kind of sketchy to me that you would have a serious relationship with somebody and ditch them after, like, meeting somebody. True. You know, like, oh my gosh, like, it's you. True. Which kind of makes me wonder if he was already infected, only because I almost feel like that would be part of it. But I... Hmm. I don't know. It's a good point. It's a good point. I don't know. But I, I feel like at everything points to the fact that yeah he was he was infected that night at least yeah. so anywho they they end up leaving Laurel you know they go their separate ways but we get to Margot Martindale's character mm-hmm. who is an entomologist and who we know is such a good character good such character. a good actress definitely and I hope I think she's going to be reoccurring but. Okay, so, so I mean, she'll be in at least, I think, another episode or two. Yeah, another episode or two. So she takes a big interest in these bugs, and especially the location. Like, thank you, Luke. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, sets him up. I mean, it was all for his own gain, but... Of course. I mean, it's still, it's still helping the cause in right. many respects. So Rochelle and Gustav go, and they end up learning that they're definitely not screw worms, which right. throws out at least Gustav's theory, which is it's major in some respect in that he's always so certain of his theories that this one's kind of it, it's thrown out to the to the curve. Right. So that's big. But as I said, in cahoots with Luke, what did you what did you make about Luke actually putting her up to this task? Is this something that you did you see at least there being something odd about her character because she was so she was so neurotic at least at the beginning of right. their meeting i i think with her was it an act at least oh i well i think luke really does value her opinion mm-hmm. and so it was kind of like okay who can i take this crazy idea and thought and mm-hmm. theory to to give it enough credibility that i'm going to put my name behind it or that i'm going to go ask the CDC to do what Laurel wants, which is get um, somebody kind of looking into it more. Um, At the same time, he has Dr. Alamo, Alamo, however you say it. Yeah, I think. He has her looking into it, you know, and so, of course, she gets briefed by everybody. uh, Well, I say everybody, Rochelle, Gustav, and Laurel. Um, And... Luke takes it into his own hands to then go talk to Polly. Yeah. Polly and it was out of nowhere, bring it too. up. Well, I think 
it's hard because of the way the episode kind of plays. And this this is one of those shows that I feel like you have to kind of really pay attention to. And truth be told, um, a lot of times, like, we'll get the opportunity to see the episode twice. So that's why this tonight, that wasn't the case. So there's a lot more to it that Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, my gosh, I got to go back and watch and clarify these things. But uh, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like she bought into it. And so she gave Luke the go-ahead, which so Luke called Polly, and that was happening, like, the whole night with Polly was happening at the same time that Gustav and the doctor were out with the frequencies. Mm -hmm. And so then the next day, after he talked to Polly, um, inquiring about the medicine and the bugs and everything... That's the next morning when she calls and all of a sudden is like not frumpy and is like all Dr. Um, Alamo's like all put together. And now she's saying, no, you are all crazy. And right when we had Luke as an ally in this mystery revolving around the bugs, now he's no longer that that type of character. And it's unfortunate. Who was it it that um, kind of talked him out of it? Because somebody basically said, you got to drop this. Because if you don't, it could be political suicide because you can... Oh, that's right. It It was was his his father. father. That's right. That's right. You can come back from a sex scandal, but you can't come back from... (laughs) Yeah, you can't ridicule. Oh, from ridicule. Thank you. Can't come back from ridicule. Ridicule, which I'm like, well, clearly he can come back from a sex scandal because he already had that. Yeah. Um, And just to go back, it really bothered me when he earlier said, you know, that no, like nobody's standards live up to like Healy's standards. I'm like, aren't you married? Like, didn't you already basically say this woman like lives up to the Healy name and standards? Yep. And, yeah. It and isn't a she the one being faithful? To say the least. In the situation, like yeah. first there was Scarlet. Now there's Polly, who you know from the DA's office before she was at the CDC. Like, who else is there? Good I job. feel like this yeah, is going to be one of those not things. The last. Where, but it's good writing because they can really give us a girl, a Luke girl, anytime they need that person to give us a little bit more information or for him to have another connection in a weird department somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Luke will always have a girl. Like, I, you know, like, oh, yeah, I know a guy. Like, Luke knows a girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, and and yeah, she ends up working for the CDC as a lawyer. Yeah. She likes it better. It's quieter. Yeah. Nothing came of it. Like, truthfully, not that he didn't learn anything. I guess the CDC well, knows now, and that's but and that's how his dad found out, right? Yeah, because the, he said her full name, Polly Savident or Savident, however they pronounced it, and so he was like, oh, "I need to talk to Polly now," and he's like, "No, no, 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 like let it go because otherwise this could get worse for you." Mm-hmm. Uh, so the damage there is already done. It is done. Do you think that the CDC is actually going to look into the claim, at least? It did come from a senator. As bizarre as it might be, right. they might look into it, I would think. I think they'll at least look into it. Yeah. I think, I, I mean... It's such a... I, I feel like it would be such a throwaway, at least plot-wise, to put that in there. Unless it just shows, you know, even a senator can look crazy if he throws this out into the, right. uh, into the wild. right. So it could well, be and it'll too. be interesting to see, you know, we, I mean, we don't really know the story of Luke and Laurel's dad, if he's somehow infected. Mm. 
already or you know if that comes down the road because he's he is the one that kind of said drop it and i don't think it was coming from a place of being infected i think it comes um, from an elitist uh, right you know, like dynastic sleep with whoever you want just family. don't look stupid yeah yeah well <laughs> so we get back to politics and yes. it's red and luke and they meet about this veteran Brett. right because in the vote they clearly didn't get to it <laughs> because to it. they couldn't Heaven forbid they get past naming a kiosk concessions kiosk. <laughs> Still kills me. I, I don't know. Yeah. I love that with scene so with much. the widow sitting in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could you imagine being her and having somebody say, "Well, we should name it Ronald Reagan." I wish. I, I don't know why. I don't mean to like criticize the episode, but I wish they would have cut to her more. Like like True. like a cheerful like face or something. Like knowing like, that this is so the... much satisfaction as they're like originally naming it. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, when they said that her. You know the white the widow is in here. They could have cut to the widow, come back, and then later on you see the widow just like in shock about right. the ongoing partisan politics. But it didn't happen. Oh well, we can only wish and hope. Yeah. Um maybe she didn't have good coverage. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's just like from a technical standpoint. Nice. Um, so, so he's, they're all about partisan politics in this in this meeting. Red is is being absolutely ridiculous as he always is. Always. Look, you know, well, did you get a photo op? And oh. <laughs> Luke is Which, truly trying to do something good for once. For once, yeah, for once. He's I loved Luke and do... hated Luke so much in this episode, you guys. And you know, he's getting a taste of his own medicine in many respects. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he likes that one bit. This is a character who is used to getting his way. Rico Suave. Yeah, he's used to at least, uh, (laughs) you know, manipulating certain situations. He can't get that done. And and especially when he's doing something good now, he's seeing what the after effects of it. And it's not sitting well with him. No. So, so anywho, we get on over to Anthony and Laurel then. And they're on, what, the steps of the the Capitol or something like that. And he admits a drinking problem. It's just a throwaway at this point because yep. we are certain Laurel is definitely questioning, but he keeps on saying that he wants to take things slow, yet immediately after, he's inviting her on over to dinner. I know. It's it's kind of a weird dynamic. I yeah. mean, at this point, he is infected, right? Yeah. At this uh, yeah. point, he's infected. Yeah. So he just keeps wanting to spend time with her because... He's supposed to infect her. Yeah. I mean, it's just a the soul strategy goal. behind him wanting to spend all this time with her. I don't get why Laurel is being so naive to this. And that's, I think it's because Luke said you never give guys a second chance. But I mean, that's the only thing I can second, kind of third, think. fourth chance in so, this instance for her. Well, because what was it? So they go, as a second chance, they go to the government reopening or starting back up mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't end up going well because of the sedatives that Gustav gave. And so he comes and apologizes for it. And I love that. I'm like, you're vegan. Yeah. You had bacon on your ears. (laughs) I mean, how did that not... It's like, well, I woke up with food in my ears. Yeah, so... like, oh, like, let's have, let's, let me take you to dinner tonight where the food will end up in my ears. It's kind <laughs> so of nonchalant, but I loved that line. Which, I mean, I get, it's not the most abnormal thing for a guy who thought that he totally massacred the date to then try again. Yeah. But Laurel shuts him down. Yeah, she does. She does. I think we should just... 
think we should be friends. friends. And see how that goes. Like, what? I mean, good for her, but I've never seen somebody put... Go from, like, a date to the friend zone probationary stage. Yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't just, like, you're in the friend zone. This is, like, you're on probation in the friend zone. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, what? I didn't even know there was a probationary <laughs> stage in the friend zone. Yeah. Like, there's so many times I probably could have used that <laughs> had I just known about it. Laurel, thank you. Where well, have you been? <laughs> from th- from this date forward, now you know. Now I know. Now you know. Um, <laughs> three months probation. That's all I need. You're on three months. You're on three months probation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Anthony and Laurel end up going on this on this little well, they don't. They don't. She puts she him out. She shows up at she, her she, house. She just shows up at her house. I'm losing my mind. So he shows up at her doorstep mm-hmm. with a couple of things. He's got a pizza, love actually, and some cherry blossom but it flowers. Didn't, like, what did he bring over? And he, it was like a whole briefcase or like a whole kit. It looked like. Oh yeah, he had the DVD player. Oh, was that what it was? It was a yeah, DVD player. Because it was, a, it was like, a laptop or something like that. I, I'm yeah. like, that is not a DVD. Like that is. Not just like the case for Love Actually. That is a whole something you're bringing, calling it Love Actually. Yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah, Anthony. I guess this. And the flowers, you know, and it's so interesting because when he, I was like, that's a weird flower. Like that's a weird bouquet of flowers to bring. Nobody brings. Like you could bring blossoms. flowers. Like that's not weird, but to bring those flowers, like I thought, that, but it didn't occur to me. That that's what Ella got. That's what um, Scarlett brought into Luke's office. Like that part of it. That's what Red had. Be the garnish. None of that had I put two and two together. Gotcha. Which kind of bugs me. Pun intended. Pun intended. Pun not intended. <laughs> but we'll take it. Uh, because it's one of those things where like I like shows where you have to pay attention and they're not just going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. But of course. Network TV, what, 43 minutes an episode. Yeah. They kind of have to give it to you. They do. Um, and so I was glad they did because I hadn't already picked up on that. But it's one of those where I was like, dang it. Like, I could have got that. But I didn't. It's okay. Thank you. It's all right. You're forgiven. Thanks. <laughs> so they watch Love Actually. And, 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 or start to. Let's, let's go back to the fact that he brings a, a a briefcase with a laptop in it. I guess, yeah, because that's what they're watching it on. They're watching it table. on laptop. Like, does she not have a television? Just for... I don't know if it was just for the filming of the Maybe of it's the on scene. iTunes. Uh, yeah, this is Maybe possible. he, he bought it on it. iTunes, and so now it's just on his computer, because he doesn't have Apple TV, or Laurel doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I don't even know if they have, have droids. Maybe she Netflix or account, I... and maybe he does, and he's just like, all right, maybe Here we we'll go. just put it on the computer, it's up. Yep. That is an interesting <laughs> so thing. weird, now that I think about it. Anywho, like, so. Yeah. Hugh Grant's Dancing. Mm-hmm. Great movie, Love Actually, Do you want to show us? It is my favorite. It is my favorite chick flick, by the way. I do Love Actually. Love Actually is my favorite chick It's flick. a chick flick. Yeah, I would consider it. All right. And viewers... Our chat room is open. Unfortunately, Wi-Fi we're, is we're down at the moment. <laughs> Wi-Fi is down, so we can't actually access it. But I would like to hear your comments in the comments section. Yes. Is Love Actually a chick flick? And share your favorite chick flick, if you don't consider Love Actually a chick flick. Or even but I do. do. I do. And I'm happy to admit that I just that know a lot of guys that like it. I love the movie. So I, that's why I'm so... I mean, I think of it more as like just like a... 
a love story or like a romance. And uh, it's not like a romance. romantic comedy. Yeah, more like a rom com. I guess people call those shows. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so you've just proven my own theory. Moving on. (laughs) What's next? So (laughs) he grabs her in the midst, and it's not a hug grab. It becomes very violent. Well, because he goes to the kitchen to to, like reheat the pizza. Mm -hmm. It's not hot enough. It's not hot enough. It's so robotic. So robotic, so bizarre. Nobody does these things in normal social situations, no. let alone a date. If you have had this happen in a normal dating situation, it let us never know. No- it was never normal. That's the thing. It was never normal. <laughs> that, that was what these were for. <laughs> but I mean, in your real life, not a scripted television show, people. Let us know. Like... What are your weirdest dating moments? Yeah, what are your weirdest It's so funny moments? because the Tomorrow Show, which one of our producers of AfterBuzz TV does, uh, the Tomorrow Show, and they just did an episode about, like, the worst, like, ho- like dating horror stories. Yeah. And apparently, uh, not too many of them were horrifying enough for him. Oh, oh. So, I, I'm like, I need to go back and watch and see what these stories were. Okay, I'm going to check this um, out. Yeah, so but, it, I mean, that's a great show. They talk about a lot of different stuff. So, if you have some time, they, it's not an after show. It's just the tomorrow show. Yeah. Uh, so, they will keep you kind of up to date on little things uh, yeah, check going it out. on. Check anyway, on I think it's like Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't really know. Seems about right. I should know, um, but I always watch it later. They always have some good guests. So, yes, they have awesome guests every single week. So, check that out. Random little plug I didn't even mean to plug. <laughs> well, I was just thinking because, like, we're talking about dating oh, more, yeah. and I got an email it about it. Segue. So It was a good segue. And a good, so, uh, yeah, the worst dating. I mean, they just, all of their dating situations are bad. Gustav sedates him on their second date. Oh, yeah. And then their third date, he attacks her. It's never ended well. Poor Anthony was, and was never... I, I, I mean, be. I feel bad because, like, I don't know that he deserved, like... He didn't deserve any the, of this. What's that thing called? The knuckle... Oh, brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. Brass oh, knuckles. Man. I just couldn't think of it. Like, he doesn't even defend himself like, like an FBI. He just takes it. And he just takes it, which was so surprising. Um, because I expected some well, kind of retaliation. Especially after the but... force that he was putting on her. I mean, just the, like, let's be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just takes the hits, yeah, but friends. but it's it's one of those things where, yeah, like the brass knuckles. It's like, why would she ever need brass knuckles? Well, thanks, Gustav. But yeah, lo and behold, she needs them. Yeah, finally gets him out the door. I love how she like throws the laptop and laptop <laughs> case like out the door. It like it's dumb. just in the hall now. Mm-hmm. Like. The fact that he was still standing in the hallway, like, at the end, very creepily. It was almost yes! Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Well, that's why when the door rang... Well, then Gareth calls. Mm-hmm. Or no, she calls Gareth. Uh, she... Gareth? No, Gareth calls her because he wanted to congratulate her on That's Luke's right. Achievement. He just heard because Red is now getting the photo op mm-hmm. that Luke could have had but didn't because Luke wanted to actually do the right thing. And he says, we were in a deadlock. I had to end the deadlock. So Red gets the photo op. He's completely ridiculous with it. I mean, he's, like, telling the man, like, you need to get your your hand with the thumb up. And he's, like, got his up like this. And then he's, like, holding his pinky, like, holding the other guy's hand up because it's, like, not high enough. Like, come on, Red. The man is literally on his deathbed. 
I guess technically it's reversible now, thanks to you. Yeah. But come on. And he's like, oh. Ugh. Like, I just don't think that's, like, a good look. Like, a photo of, like, a senator with, like, his fist on somebody's oh, yeah, chin, yeah, yeah. like, laying down in the hospital. Oh, the hospital scene, yeah. I would love, I would love for that photo to, like, come back to bite him in the butt. It never like, he will. Because, like, insisted on the photo op, you know? <laughs> just as, like... Anyway, that, you have to that I would like that. I would like that. As Season two, like, just bring that back. Some politicians Somewhere. have to be this slimy, too. They yeah. have oh, to. yeah. You know it. You know it. And it's so sad. Anyway, we get to Laurel. So Laurel yeah, we digress. and Gareth. Gareth apologizes. He apologizes for... for er, well, first she apologizes saying, initially for, uh, for actually... Um, being a jerk about Anthony. About Anthony. And is also calling because he finds out... I think he just found it in the moment, or maybe he already knew, about the fact that um, it was cool what your boss did. It was cool basically what your brother did yeah. by giving Red the photo op. So he's found many reasons to call her yes. um, as like a scorned man a little bit, I feel like. Because, <laughs> you know, we haven't really seen... We haven't seen him with anybody, and no. now this whole thing with Anthony. Little does he know at this point. Yeah, she doesn't mention what happened, which I, I yeah, that's fine. Well, because so the, then we get the knock at the door. The knock the door. So she's you can tell she's freaked out because she, oh, she kind I, of like keeps Gareth like on the like hold on a minute like I want this to be in the background like I want you to call nine one one yeah. And she's I ready to, the to tell him, it's him too. Yes, and then it's Gustav. Yeah. It's Gustav saving the day with again. what? A care package, a little care package a of a mosquito net as well as earmuffs, which we've seen which him are use the earmuffs before. But and these then are tape. <laughs> what? And she promises to set up the mosquito net, but she doesn't promise to wear the earmuffs. So she she sits in bed. She doesn't have the mosquito well, net on. She puts it on. Grabs them, like goes to put them on in bed, and then sets them down. Next sets them down. Which I found interesting because why Laurel? I know, right? Because you can tell she thought it was crazy that he gave her brass knuckles. Yeah, but she took them. Like it's just going to be easier to just take them than to deal with Gustav and trying to like fight (laughs) him on this. So it was one of those where she was hesitant when he first shows up with these what seemed like outrageous items, Mm -hmm. but. Then I think it was like there was like this moment, and I loved it because it's just as an actress, like it's just such a real person moment where it's like, no, the, the knuckles, the brass knuckles came in handy, so this stuff might actually like he's not as crazy as I thought he was <laughs> by suggesting I have these items just around, and he gets so, a loving hug out of yes. it, which was very sweet. Oh my gosh, my favorite though was in there where she's like, yeah, I'm gonna get rid of. The stuff he brought, you know, whatever. The flowers, you know, like, they're uh, from yeah. him. Oh, yeah, you should. Or whatever yeah, he says. Oh, that's good. Like, that was, like, my favorite <laughs> moment in the whole episode. Yeah. Just because, just the way he said that. I'm, that's one of those moments where I'm like, there's so many ways an actor or actress, depending, like, could play that moment. And I, he just, there couldn't have been a better one. Perfection it was? I just, yes. I loved it. So our dear Gustav goes on out to listen to more frequencies to see how these bugs communicate. Yes. And as he's doing so, he stumbles upon the cherry blossom tree that he was with Margot Martindale's character. Right. With. And he discovers that it is, in fact, the cherry blossom trees that these bugs are a, just Which drawn to. we kind of skipped it. I mean, um, Dr. Alam, Alamo, however you say it, 
she kind of brought up like the whole 300 kilohertz or whatever. Yeah. The, the high frequency. So that's what Thank they you. were looking for. Um, but he got that because when he was at the Capitol, not following Laurel, because he was there <laughs> first, conveniently, as she's there talking to Anthony, um, sees the older man with the hearing aid go by Anthony and the like he has like feedback or whatever in his hearing aid Mm -hmm. and so like that's how they start to talk more and more about the frequency thing that is right um anyway we just we just never touched on that so um at first i actually thought it was the little thing that that gustav had made the little app thing that gustav had made oh yeah that was reading it that was doing it to the guy and at first i was like wait because of what he's doing anybody that's infected is now being annoyed by it so that guy's oh. infected you know but then i realized no because anthony wasn't also hurting that it, he had a uh, a hearing aid and that's why uh, but then yeah we find out that it's the cherry blossoms and and it becomes immediately tense because we're seeing these bugs crawl under the mosquito nest net nest net and yes. approach laurel and she said she was going to throw them away, but she didn't yet. She, or no, they were in the trash can. They were in the trash can, oh, but they're sitting they were? on top. Okay. So oh, you know, okay. she threw them away. I missed that part. Didn't do a very good job. Because I saw it. them like crawling down the cherry blossom, but for some reason yeah. I just thought that was like on the counter. Yeah, so it was on the trash can, but she doesn't do enough. She doesn't do enough, and we are left with a huge cliffhanger. Truthfully, ah, we seriously the bug crawled in her ear, and immediately she she pops up. And Gustav is on his way. He's running. He's running to her. Is it going to be enough? Gustav better have bacon. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I have to say. Although, wasn't that the remedy for a screw worm? That was a remedy for a screw worm, yes. So if this is not a hybrid, if there's no screw worminess in these bugs, Mm -hmm. the bacon will do nothing. But we we don't necessarily know her motivations. I guess. If we go back to that, Margot Martindale's character, Dr. Alessio. Right. We don't know what her motivations w- were at that point in time. If she wanted him still on that track, he ins- she insisted that it wasn't screw worms, but right. it's possible but th- it could be. But, but that was based on seeing him from the little video that he showed mm-hmm. her. Because um, he was then like, no, 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 we think it's a hybrid. So that's so that's why I don't know. Like, Yeah. It could have quality of support. If they're talking, we'll if they're communicating like the moths that she was talking about. Right. The Which I thought that was interesting. You have to find out how and where they reproduce and how they're communicating to each other. Mm-hmm. And, and so they decide it's like near the mall and near the capital. Yeah. Based on where everybody that's been infected was infected that they know of. Yeah. And we've got... Both of those means of uh, we've we figured them out at least, or at least Gustav right. has. So we could get to a different uh, a different stratosphere of knowledge, hopefully, as far as these uh, a way to combat this infection right, is right. concerned in the next episode, hopefully. But hopefully, our protagonist is is still with us, at least in the yes. sense of uh, I can't imagine. There's got to be a way. I she feel can't be brain uh, dead. We, we should do predictions. Yeah, go for it. Uh, All right, what do you got? I mean, What's so... your big one? My big one, the one I just thought of that made me think we should do predictions before I forget my prediction, yeah. is that Laurel is infected but knows it. Like, not... Because it was only one that we saw go in. So, 
she's kind of like living the double life mm. in the sense that she knows she's infected, so there's risk. And so it happens at a slower pace. And so she's able to try to combat it. And because of that, um, she encounters Luke, obviously, because she works with him. And so this gets Luke on board to fighting against the bugs. Okay. And Gustav, of course, will not rest mm-hmm. until Laurel is not bugged. Okay. Infected, I guess, technically. Interesting. Interesting. But I think that she's at the not... beginning of this, I think at the beginning of the next episode, she, she's going to find a way to like get it out of her ear really quickly, like before it actually crawls on in, because it actually has yet to eat through her eardrum, and I don't oh, think that would happen yet. So I think that there's a way to kind of maybe suction it out. All right. We'll all see right. what happens, but I think that that's a possibility. I don't know. I I don't think that she's going to be infected. There's no way that she can have the protagonist. No, I know she won't. If she gets infected, I don't she's think she'll still stay. Have the sensibility. At yeah. Least, you think? There's going to be like it's 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 going to be too gradual because you see countless, I'll say, you know, several bugs go into everybody else's ears. Mm-hmm. So if she only gets one in her, mm-hmm. then and she immediately knows. Mm-hmm. Um, or I mean, she popped up. That doesn't mean she knows. True. True. And if she is, okay, let's say, let's theorize she is infected. Okay. Gustav is aware that she is infected. Right. At least he has a sample. Like, he knows an individual. Hopefully a cooperative, because if it's going to make her more extreme in who she is, Mm -hmm. then I feel like it would make her more extreme in wanting to figure out the bugs. Right. And hopefully they could figure out a cure of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. So that is possible. It might be the only means of them actually being able to um, get a person. I guess. I mean, because the one guy's head blew up on television in the debate, and that didn't get people's attention. It did not. It did not. Well, I mean, it got in the FDA with the blood pressure medicine, but but I mean, come on. Well. ah, Those are my, but that's my biggest prediction. And I predict that we're going to see more of Gareth because we're going to see more of Laurel. Like, I think the next episode will be obviously surrounding her and the bug thing and that Gareth will be more a part of the episode. I would agree. At least my fingers are crossed. Their, their love, love story. Their love story must continue. Yes. So. I, I don't even care if they have a love story. I just, I just like him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so. agree. Well, we missed Lucretia this week, but yes. we will have her next week. We will be live at the same time here on YouTube. If you do the YouTube live stream, it's going to be at 10 p.m. Pacific time. But we are always on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can find us. Comment on our section. Remi- uh, don't forget, Love Actually. Is it a chick flick? And uh, I'm Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Twitter at the Kevin Ellis or on Instagram at Kevin Ellis 25. And of course, I'm Courtney Henderson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cohen C O U H E N. Thank you again. We Thank will you. see you next week, guys. Take care. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 